Hey, happy Monday. I do not know about you guys, but I feel like I have seasons in my business. I feel like I have a growth season, a building season, a learning season, and even sometimes like a quiet or a listening season. But lately I have just felt like I am in a a crazy season. I don't know. <laughs> I have been all over the place. I've technically, you know, I've been learning a lot of new techniques. I'm working on some course building and some uh, tool building for my coaching clients. Um, so I, I am in a growth period, right? But I also feel like I'm all over the place. Like there are so many days that I feel like I know what I want to accomplish that day. I feel like I know where I want my business to head that day. But if I'm not very focused, if I'm not very particular about what gets done and what I do, it's all over the place. And I even will joke that I got ADD brain today, right? So I've been doing a little bit of research into it and I've been kind of digging into what it means to, is it a real thing to feel like you have ADHD brain or is there a different phrase for it? And, and there is, it's multi-passionate. And I'm learning that there are a lot of multi-passionate business owners, and that might be you. So I want to talk about my kind of path with this. And again, it, it was really convicting. And I had to step back a little bit and say, listen, um, you need to change some things up here. So I have, I want to talk about what I've changed up. I want to talk about what you can maybe change up. And I want to talk about, believe it or not, how you may be harder on yourself than what you deserve to be. So we'll talk about how we can change those things up. Before that, as always, I want to remind you how to reach out to me. You can reach out to me on my website. SabrinaMnap.com. There you can talk to me about questions that you have or maybe what direction to take with your business. Of course, all those things are always free of charge to just talk to me about direction or, or where you think your business should head. You can also reach out to me on my Facebook community, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash let's rediscover your business. And there I work with a whole array of different business women who are maybe frustrated with their business. A lot of network marketers or online business owners who don't know new techniques for marketing, who are looking to get off of social media who are looking to rediscover or to clarify their target audience and to really get organized in life and business and have an appropriate balance of both. We're dealing with those things over there. So I invite you to step over there with us. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash let's rediscover your business. I can't wait to see you guys there. Let's get started with today's show. I think you're really going to like it. I'll see you inside. Hey, friends, welcome back to Mind Your Business with me, Sabrina Knapp. We're going to talk all things business breakthrough here. That's right. Organization, branding, schedules, anxiety, growth, momentum, all of it. And we're going to talk about how to juggle everything that comes along with it. Here, you're going to find a rock solid marketing plan and finally figure out how to attract that audience to you. And how about we build a super strong mindset to go along with it? No more spinning your wheels. You're ready for momentum. You're ready for an organized business. You're ready for income. It's time, sister. Listen, we're in this together. Come join me. No makeup? Yoga pants? What? On your third cup of coffee too? It doesn't matter. We're building empires, guys. I believe we can do this together while having a ton of fun. I'm so excited about what we're going to discover here with a brand and marketing plan that actually works for you. You're going to find the momentum you've been missing and working so hard for. This is all about business growth, breakthroughs, and you. So let's get started. Hey, how was your weekend? Everybody had a good weekend. We had a really, really good weekend. 
And we're actually going to be on the road this week. Um, We're headed back to our home state of Iowa to visit some family and get some things done and check on our other businesses and stuff. So we're on the road right now. So this is always, always a fun time for us. Today, we're going to talk about the difference between feeling a little ADHD in your business or being multi-passionate. And if you're like me, you can confuse the two so easily. (laughs) This is one of those things where um, on different days, I I feel different emotions and ADHD and multi-passionate are definitely an emotion I feel. Who's with me on that? (laughs) But I want to first start with the definition of ADHD. The definition of ADHD is a chronic condition, including attention difficulty, hyperactivity, and impulsiveness. Okay, so it has a very defined description, what it is, ADD. Multipassionate, though, has a little broader definition, and that is it is not flaky or indecisive. It's just someone who likes to expand their knowledge and experience more than even a specialist would. Basically speaking, you want to live and know and try everything and live wide. I loved that definition. That describes me, right? So um, this is what I want to talk about. And I want to help you differentiate whether you are more ADHD and we can get a handle on that or whether you're multi-passionate. And I think that a lot of people, when they think about these things, I'm guilty of it always thought about it in a negative form because I would joke about it or I I do joke about it. Let's be honest. I joke about it all the time and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'll say to my daughter, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I totally have ADD brain today. (laughs) I totally am all over the place today. I'm sorry. I can't think my brain is going crazy today. And that's the case, right? We, we feel like certain days we are more uh, just kind of all over the place. We feel like we don't know what's going on. Our schedules are crazy. Maybe all these things have happened that we didn't have planned happen and it can make you feel like a train off the tracks in no time. But today I want to talk about specifically multi-passionate people because that is where I have discovered that I fit into that lane most securely. Okay. I I guess I wasn't expecting this. I was expecting to be like, feel like after I did my research today that, okay, (laughs) you've got to get a handle on yourself. You've got to get more organized. You've got to know what you're doing a little bit better. You've got to zero in. You've got to let go of some things. You've got to really hone in on what you're trying to do here. I I, I figured that was what I was going to discover today in my research and, and in talking to you guys and, you know, kind of talking things out that I I really figured that that was the direction I was going to need to go. But uh, the more I did my research, the more I wrote, the more I um, kind of really dug into what multi-passionateism is in your business, uh, the more I'm like, you know what, I can handle this. It's hard to try to discuss or educate on a podcast, (laughs) all while talking to myself, while feeling uh, convicted and targeted and everything. But that's what I'm going to do today. I am speaking to myself as much as to those of you who feel a little bit ADD or a little bit multi-passionate because it's important that we know why we feel this way in our businesses. Sometimes it just makes us feel unorganized and what happens when we're unorganized? We stop. We stop actions and we don't move forward in our business. But really when it comes down to it, we can use these things to our advantage, guys. I'm learning so much information 
about what it means to be multi-passionate in life and in business, and we can use this to our advantage. So do not let this stop you. Do not let your feeling of disorganization stop you from moving forward because we can fix disorganization, right? We can work on time management and time blocking and really prioritizing what needs to be done and what can be let go of. We can we can organize all that. We can strategize that. But don't let the feelings of you've got a bigger purpose, you've got more to do, you've got other things that you want to try, let you stop you from doing those things. I started doing some research because I want to come at you all with help and I always want to offer support. But this time, (laughs) guys, I come to you as a fellow fighter. This is something that um, this is not something this time that's been, this is what I've learned, or this is what I've done to overcome it, or this is what you should do. This is a, this is what I'm learning. And this is what I'm going through. And this is how we're going to tackle this together if you're willing to come on this journey with me. So if you're like me, and you question which one of these things you are, are you ADD? Are you are you multi-passionate? I'm going to talk about some ideas that might help you decipher. And they've really been kind of helping me And when I was doing the research and and deciding what I was going to talk about today, I'm like, this is so telling. This is so much information that I'm so excited about. The first one is you not only like different things, but you're really good at multiple things. And some of you might say, "Um, well, that's being a little bit conceited, but it's not. Okay, because you don't have to talk about those things. You don't have to come off in a boastful way. You don't have to talk about how talented you are. Right. But you can think outside of the box then when it comes to how you're going to use those gifts. Okay, so if it's something you're really, really good at, then focus on building in that way that you're really good at doing something. I'm super competitive, (laughs) to put it very lightly, actually, and I'm redheaded, therefore I'm bullheaded. And so most likely, anything I set out to do, I complete it with success. And that is because through the years, I've learned to take things that I'm good at. I don't want to continue something knowing that I'm not really very good at this. Why am I even doing it? Because I'm not good at it. I'm not going to continue with it, period. But I can take the things that I know I'm really good at and go that way. I'm really, really good at like trial and erring new things, particularly technology. I'm really, really good at that. And I only recently discovered that, believe it or not, in the last couple of years. I'm really good at now setting up a website pretty decently. And I've done it. And if you would have told me a couple of years ago that like that was something that I was really good at, I would have laughed at you because websites was not something that I wanted to tackle. Technology was something I hated, let alone trying to figure out and manage and code and and set up a website. Ugh, like, <laughs> no, it just made me super uncomfortable. But when I learned that I was decent at it, it was something that I I kept working at and I kept going for and I kept tweaking mine. And then it became where I wanted to offer it as part of my business. I wanted it to be part of my what, what I helped coach my clients on. Let's set up a simple website. Let's set up a one page or even a multi-page website where I can help you with it. So most anything that I set out to do, I complete it with success. So this was my first clue in knowing that I was multi-passionate and not necessarily just so ADD brain. I, I'm going to 
fight it till I win it. But there comes a certain point where I'm like, I'm not very good at this. I'm not passionate about it enough where I want to learn how to do it any better. And this is definitely something I can give up. So know when you're good at something, know enough to say, wow, I am really good at this and I can keep pursuing this because the more I'm good at it and the more I see that I'm succeeding at it, then I can create something from it and I can help others in that direction. If there's something truly that you don't like, you know you're not good at it, you know that it's nothing that is driving you, then guys, that's a priority you can get rid of. I don't care if it's a business. I don't care if it is simple conversation with people. I don't care if it is something on social media or an online platform. If you do not feel like you are are good at it, get rid of it. And you're like, oh, but it's one of my income streams. I don't care. (laughs) I mean, really, is, is it making you money? If it's not, and you're not good at it, and you don't see yourself getting good at it because you don't have any passion towards it, get rid of it. It's okay to cross things off too, even though we're multi-passionate. Another way to think of this is, are you like me? And and triggered by the phrase, she's a jack of all trades, but a master of none. (laughs) I don't know about you. um, But to me, this is no way. Uh Uh-uh. Nobody's saying that to me. Competitive Sabrina says we're going to be a jack of all trades to like 85% of what we do. (laughs) You're not going to tell me that I'm going to be a master of none because I'm going to win. I'm going to learn or I'm going to win. Those are my two options. So to me, that phrase, jack of all trades, master of none, sets me off. I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. And I'm going to get rid of what I'm not. So you're really not even going to know about it right? But you're definitely going to know the things I'm good at that I think I'm good at because that's where I'm headed. Even if it's multiple things, those are the things I feel like I'm good at and you're going to know about them. So really that comes down to just knowing when to be good at something and knowing when to let something go. So another thing that I'm learning that makes me multi-passionate rather than leans me more towards being ADD is choosing just one thing. If I if I had to decide one thing to do, it drives me insane. It feels like torture to me. Let's be honest. If I, I I've told you before, between my husband and I, we have five different businesses and I work parts of them, of all of them. I don't work solely. I'm, I'm not the only owner or the only fingers in the business um, to only a couple of them. But with even the businesses that my husband runs more, we run those together. I may do the marketing a little bit more than him, um, like his photography business, for instance. Okay, he's the photographer. He's solely the photographer. There are some shoots um, where maybe things are active. Um, we do some uh, MMA fighting and some some kickboxing fights. And we we will both be on opposite ends of the ring in that case and both be shooting Um, just to maximize the opportunity for great shots, right? So there are times where I have the camera and and I can hold my own. But for the most part, he is the photographer. And he's fantastic. Like, (laughs) super, super great photographer. He's super talented. But he hates marketing. He hates the uh, computer side of things or the online um, uh, visibility or getting his name out there. He hates it. He absolutely hates it. 
And really, that's where I excel. Like, that's how I run my other businesses. That's what I coach my clients on, right? Is marketing and getting yourself out there and promoting who you are and and sharing your voice and, and telling people how you can help them, right? And so I then have to be that voice for my husband. Yes, he can take fantastic shots. He can help families with great, memorable, you know, shots to document this time of life, whatever. And so I have to be that voice for my husband and get his photography business out there a little bit. And that's great. But that's what I'm good at. He does what he's good at. I do what I'm good at. And the business works. The business is thriving. The business is growing. So think about that in your own respect. Is there something that you're extra great at? Great. Then do that and promote that. If there's something you're not so great at, leave that to somebody who is, even if it means, you know, outsourcing part of your business. Maybe you're, you don't feel like you're great at the social media or you don't feel like you're consistent with it, or maybe you're not, um, you don't have the time to do it every day. Like, you know, you should guys, you can source it out for a little bit of nothing. If you have questions about that, let me know. And I have some, uh, great sites for you to outsource some of that information. So if somebody asks me, what I do for a living, it kind of freaks me out. I don't know if anybody else is like this, but (laughs) this is the feeling I get a little bit. In my head, I question before I answer them, okay, what what do they want to know? What are they wanting to know? What do you mean, what do I do for a living? Because in my head, I know, well, I have five different businesses. I could give you a list of all five of them, but you're going to be like, dang, Chica, slow down a little bit. And to me, that's embarrassing. And I don't ever want anybody to feel like they are feeling sorry for me or that I'm overworked because I definitely don't feel like that. But I know that other people probably do. So I'm a passion-led business owner, a a passion-led business coach, really, for women trying to find clarity in their business. And yeah, that's my main business. That's what I do. That's who I help. And that's what I feel like I'm really the best at. But if that's all I tell somebody I do, well, in my head, it feels like a lie, right? Because, well, I'm also a restaurant owner. My husband and I have owned our restaurant for 16 years and I'm a travel agent part-time and I help my husband in his photography business and I'm a holistic wellness educator. So what do they want to know, right? Those of us who are multi-passionate, like, do you feel me on this? You've got a few things going. You've got multiple streams of income coming in. You do multiple things. I mean, because when it comes down to it, I could also be like, well, I'm a course creator and I'm, uh, I am I have these masterminds where I, I coach multiple people at a time who are looking for clarity in their target audiences. Like I could go on, but why? <laughs> I It feels good to me when I can tell someone everything I do, but then the looks that I get are like, whoa, slow down. You know, I... I don't know. I don't know if holding on to info, if in my head, I don't feel like it projects what I do. But I find that if I hold back to them, it makes them feel more comfortable. So that's what I do a lot of times is I downplay what I do. I downplay who I am because I've always thought of being multi-passionate as a negative thing. In my head, it's always felt negative to me. It's always felt crazy. I've always felt a little bit unorganized. I've always, like I joke with my daughter, I have, I, I have ADD brain today, right? But in turn, it's just that I am super passionate about multiple things. All of my businesses are equally important to me. Yeah, I may work some a little bit harder than the others, but I'm still super passionate about all of them. They're all important to me in different ways. And so why am I not okay with conveying that to people? 
in doing this research, I learned that I should be. Being multi-passionate is actually a positive thing, not a negative thing like I've always made it about myself. Sometimes people say to me, you know, in conversation, oh, you do all of that? Well, yeah, (laughs) I do. They question it. Those who aren't multi-passionate like us, they just don't get it. We break out in a sweat just thinking of doing away with one of those things. If I had to just say one thing, I'm like, oh my God, but that's not all I do. No, listen to me. I want to tell you everything that I'm capable of doing. It's not that I want to brag, but it's just like I'm passionate about all these things. And so that makes us super uncomfortable. But a lot of times I downplay what I do because I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. And what I learned was that people who are not multi-passionate, people who are just one track minded, they can't imagine separating their time like we do. They can't imagine doing different tasks and, and planning out our day like we do. And that's okay. It's just that they're one track minded and we're multi-passionate. We're just two separate people. That's it. A lot of times we think that people are not supportive of us or they're trying to disqualify our dreams or lessen what we're trying to do when really it just comes down to us being two completely separate people and that's okay. I get cold sweats (laughs) thinking about things that I thrive on, but it would be super hard on them to even think like that. So just think about how you think of yourself. It's great to be multi-passionate. It's great to have all those things because that's how our brains are actually programmed. Our brains are actually programmed to be able to take on multiple tasks. And that's awesome. That's how we were created. But there's other people who, I don't know if it's a chromosomal thing. I don't, I don't know what it is, but they just were not created like that. So take out the, the lack of support. Take away the negativity from it. Take away that they're, you know, uh, being disrespectful or they're disqualifying our dreams. It's not that at all. It's just that they can't imagine doing what we're doing. And the only way for them to express that is to be like, whoa, how do you handle all that? It's just simply a question. Okay. So something that is kind of unfortunate for us, I know that I struggle with this and maybe you do too as a multi-passionate entrepreneur is we struggle with getting imposter syndrome. Because of our because of our multi-passionate uh, ism, really, for no reason. We're doing it to ourselves. Others are making us feel incapable when really they just can't imagine doing life like we are. We're just different people. That's all. So we're letting imposter syndrome take over our feelings. We're letting that like voice in our head say, oh yeah, maybe they're right. Maybe you can't handle it all. Maybe you're, you are taking on too much. Maybe this is too much for you and you need to slow down and you need to give up and you need to, you know, really prioritize down to one or two things. When in turn, it's just that we were built differently. So run with it, sister. I know I'm going to. All of this information was like, whoa, I can embrace this. I can finally embrace being multi-passionate as long as I really organize myself, as long as I'm time blocking, as long as I am making time for me, that I can do all of this. Another reason why if you listen to my last podcast, you know I gave up social media, this really spoke to me in a whole different level again when it came to researching for today's show because Social media had a lot to do with feeling overwhelmed. 
And I was only feeling overwhelmed because other people were making me feel overwhelmed. All the while in my head, I'm going, okay, but I'm managing it okay. I feel like I'm doing okay. But yet social media was making me feel like I was an imposter. Who who am I to think that I can take on all these roles because all these other women aren't and they're making me feel bad for being that way? Nope, did away with it. I did away with social media. I'm doing away with imposter syndrome and I am embracing the fact that I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur. It's a good thing for me now. I'm happy with it. We need to take time to dabble and explore and express ourselves in multiple ways. Remember, guys, we have talents. We are ready to put to use. We need to put those talents to use. Does that make us any more talented than other people? Does it make us any more talented than one-track-minded people? No, unfortunately, (laughs) it does not. I'm just finding out that it means that we've decided to take our talents and monetize them or utilize them rather than enjoying them quietly or using them for different purposes. What else? What else is there? What else am I finding? I am finding that most multi-passionate people I know, including myself, have an inherent need to share our gifts and to share our talents. You know what makes this so weird is that I consider myself an extremely introverted person. If you know me at all, I I will say to you, you know the struggles that I've had with anxiety. (laughs) Like it's been a big deal for me. I have dealt with severe anxiety my whole adult life and it's probably actually gotten worse in the last five years, more now than ever. However, I have it controlled, which is good. But the thing that makes this funny is that I'm extremely introverted, but I'm finding that part of my passion is talking to you guys via podcast about hearing my voice talk to you. You think that I'd want to write a blog or whatever, but it's more about talking to you. It's more about getting my voice heard. It's more about telling you and talking to you about this kind of stuff with my voice. And so here I am doing this, starting this blog being a blog and podcast being super introverted where I would normally just want to keep all of my information, keep all of my knowledge, keep all of my talents to myself. I've owned a restaurant for many, many, many years, but I had the desire to help people more and differently. I love and know a lot about travel and became an agent. I became an agent just as a side gig um, because helping other families go on adventures, maybe their first time ever being able to go on a vacation in an affordable budgeted way was super important for me to help other families do that. And I know a lot about travel. And I lost my mom to metastatic breast cancer four years ago, um, which is another story for another time. But what I found I also became very passionate about was helping families find alternatives to chemicals and toxins in their homes because of what I've found out about my mom's cancer since her death. And then the more I dug deep into all of this, I discovered that I could really help women discover their passions in business and build a life and successful business based on things that made them happy rather than doing something just to make money. It wasn't any more about like how I could make money from these businesses. Yes, that's always the goal. Yes, we want to always trade our time for money. But it became more about helping women realize they didn't have to be stuck in something they didn't want to be stuck in. 
that they have this voice. They have talents. Even if we're multi-passionate, we have talents in other things that could then help them create a business or a life out of their passions rather than just something that was mundane and they felt like they had to do. And that's what then turned into this podcast. And it was getting my voice heard and saying, listen, you don't have to live like this. You don't have to just go day to day, you know, doing the same things over and over, going to your nine to five, being miserable, being unorganized in your business, feeling like you have a voice and you have something that you want to get out, but you just can't because, well, what's the point? No, my purpose here, my plan on this earth is to help you find that voice and to monetize it or utilize it in a way that makes you feel like you are living your purpose on this earth. Do you sometimes feel like you don't have enough time in a day or even in your life to do it all? Because that's how I feel most times. I think about my day. I am very regimented with my week. So um, I am a big time blocker anymore. And every Sunday I build out my next week. So I go from Sunday to Sunday and I build out what every day is going to look like or my plan for every day. I am a planner and I know what things I have to what appointments I have to be at on certain days. And so those go down first. And then I know what hours I'm going to work my business and those go in second. And then I know what I want to accomplish. I have a few things each week that, you know, I want to get started on this or I want to continue on this or, you know, I need to um, put out another email marketing campaign or I need to put out some more free information for you guys. And, you know, that takes a certain amount of building. And so I, those are all things I want to accomplish, right? And so those go in in various places. But something I have really learned that's really important is focusing on time for me, to, focusing on time for my family and all that kind of thing. So I have learned to plan it in, but there's times where I still don't feel like I've got enough time to do everything I want to do. My want to list is growing and growing and constantly growing, especially the more I learn about new marketing techniques. Oh, I want to do that. Yeah, right? But we've got to focus on the task at hand. We have got to focus on making sure that we cross everything off our list. Because being multi-passionate, it's easy for us to get that squirrel, right? It's easy for us to look at a shiny object and want to try something else or, oh, maybe I'll do that with it or, oh, this or that. And then we focus on it. But we've got to focus on our tasks at hand. We've got to focus on what we're good at, what we're talented at, because that's where our real story leads. Sometimes I even feel like focus itself. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I hate that word. Like I feel like it's a four letter word. (laughs) Does it to anybody else? To me... I'm learning that that those of us who lead multi-passionate lifestyles, we like to criticize ourselves for not being able to focus. And that's where that ADD feeling comes in. I know that when I've lost my focus, when I when I'm not sure of what I'm supposed to be doing or when I'm, I'm not checking in with my calendar or my list, that that's when I'm having those times of oh, I've got ADD brain today, or oh, I'm all over the place today. Our priorities aren't always clear. And and maybe it seems as if we're not following through on our goals, but our focus gets out of focus. I, I know, I know that sounds a little bit weird, but our focus gets out of focus when we shift our priorities. 
And us as multi-passionate entrepreneurs, we have a big picture, right? We're taking all these smaller tasks. We're taking all these smaller goals that are one day going to lead us to a bigger goal. We love multiple streams of income. We love being able to help in different areas. Like I'm all spread out all over the place, right? But I love coaching women in their businesses and helping them find their target audience and what their purpose and plan that God has for their life is. I'm all over the place. But my picture doesn't change. My, my big picture doesn't change. The biggest thing that has helped me stay focused is getting my days and weeks organized. That's a big thing. I love time blocking. I love taking a few minutes on Sunday night to plan out my week because then I, then I start looking forward to my week. I've always said I love Mondays and it's honest to goodness the truth because I got organized on Sunday. I took 30 minutes on Sunday to say, okay, this is what my week looks like. This is what I'm doing. And so Mondays to me are welcoming because, well, I get started with my list. I start checking them off. I start knocking them off, right? I have non-negotiables. I have priorities. I even schedule in, like I said, me time, exercise. I schedule in it all. It all gets written down and it all gets crossed off. I don't care how much I say, well, okay, that's normal. Yeah, I'm going to eat supper or yeah, I'm going to eat lunch or yeah, I'm going to take a walk. But I noticed that if I didn't write it down, it was easy for me to be like, "Uh, I'm just going to grab a granola bar and that's going to be my lunch today. Or "Mm, I'm going to skip my walk. I know I should take it, but I'm going to skip my walk and I'm going to move on in my list to my next task. But then what was that doing? It wasn't crossing something off my list. I was just going on and I could get squirreled from there. But if I was super following my super path, where I was checking things off and no, I need that me time. I need to take in half an hour and I need to walk. I need to get some exercise in. I need to clear my brain. I need to reset. So I started taking them all in. I started writing them all down. Lunch was written down. My afternoon walk was written down. And that was really important because then when I did it, I got to check it off and checking it off in my brain was a win. Like that is a big thing when you can cross off your list. Those of us that are multi-passionate totally understand that. You got a bunch of stuff on your list. You got a bunch of stuff to do. The more you can check them off, the greater it is. And so because I know myself and if I didn't write it down and keep my focus on my plan, I knew that some squirrel was going to take me off on another idea or a plan or a Facebook scroll another reason for my social media detox, right? That my multi-passionate brain just could not handle it. I could not handle it if another squirrel were to take me. A list and checking it off kept me from following squirrels. I'm learning that my burnout and overwhelm had a lot to do with this as well. It was self-inflicted, all of it. It was not curable until I got down to business, prioritized what I was doing, and started organizing my thoughts. It had nothing to do, actually, my overwhelm and my burnout had nothing to do with the fact that I was wanting to take on all these tasks. That was inherent. I was born with the ability to take on more than one thing at a time. But what was self-inflicted was my burnout and overwhelm because I wasn't utilizing it correctly. I wasn't getting myself organized and saying, okay, this is what I got to do right down to lunch and a walk. I was not getting organized. I was letting the squirrels and the shiny objects take me off of my goal, yet I was feeling overwhelmed and burnout. Well, of course I was. I was doing it to myself. I was letting them take me, but if I had written it down, been able to cross it off, I would have stayed on task. I would have stayed very focused. So that's what I'm learning 
is it was my own fault. And I don't know that I want to go back to that. I would think that once I got in a routine, I wouldn't need to add lunch or a walk. And I thought after a while, I won't always have to write this down. But yet the more I work with it and the more that I'm reading up on being multi-passionate, the more I'm like, you know what? No, this is who I am. I am going to totally embrace these moments in my life and know that I can be celebrating being multi-passionate. And as long as I stay organized and focused, I'm good. So maybe I will always add in lunch. I will always add in a walk. I will always add in time in my garden if it means that I can continue to be focused on all of my talents and my gifts that God put me here on this earth to do. So my challenge to you today is more to my multi-passionate entrepreneur friends. And and it's really a simple one. Guys, give yourself grace. Look at being multi-passionate as not something that is a negative, but look at it as something that you can embrace and really get focus on and really deep dive into what it is that God has you here to do. We tease and we laugh, I I do all the time about my ADD brain and squirrels and and I follow (laughs) so many of them or I used to. But it's actually normal. My multi-passionate brain is actually normal. And those who have a one-track brain are actually normal. And that is what's so great about this is we're all set out on different missions in life. We're here to build a life that we love and that feels somewhat successful to us. No matter what that success is, it doesn't matter if we're one-tracked or a little ADD or multi-passionate. We're functioning in a level and on a level that was given to us. That is what we're here to do. So quit using it as an excuse, you guys. I'm embracing it. I'm loving what I'm finding. I'm actually using being multi-passionate as such a positive thing in my life. So don't use it as an excuse. Don't use it as to why you aren't moving. Use it to your advantage. Noted. That's noted for me. I've taken all this in today. I've taken all this in while I was researching this week. This was a really big one for me today, guys. So I challenge you, if you do feel multi-passionate or a little bit ADD, start writing down your day. What do you want to accomplish? Even down to the little things and then cross them off when you're done with them. I guarantee you it's going to put you on the right track. If you have any questions about this or want to deep dive with me into how you can become a little bit more organized with your multi-passionate brain, then shoot me a message. Remember to jump on over to my website at sabrinamnap.com where you can contact me at any time, give me ideas, give me something that you would love to talk about. And let's talk about being multi-passionate as there are so many of us that share, uh, share this mindset together. It was great to talk to you today. I can't wait to talk to you later on in the week. I will visit with you later. Have a great day, you guys. I hope you've had breakthroughs and heard something that just made sense. If so, a positive rating is the best way to let others know you've enjoyed my content. Would you love clarity in your business and help to network with your target audience? Then catch a coaching call with me at my website, sabrinamnap.com or email me at snap 6 at gmail.com. It was so good to have you here today. I hope you took away life lessons and a deeper vision for your business. Until next time, friends, Sabrina.